We're in the middle of doing a recap of Perak Ches. Tonight's going to be the last night. We're going to do Chavis Tamid until after Pesach. Tomorrow night, Thursday night. We never do Thursday night. And next week, Sunday, Monday, we're going to take off. Tuesday is already do Vedikas Thomas, Tuesday night, because Wednesday is Erev Yantif. So we're going to take off till after Pesach, as it's Hashem Izrach. So that will be the last night. So we're in the middle of recapping Perak Ches. And it's perfect timing. This way, you can start Perak Ches. After we get back from the Pesach break. So the Medrash, in paragraph Deramat Haloi, all the way in the beginning, the third paragraph in Perkhetz, we're just recapping it. He brings down an unbelievable Medrash. The Medrash wants to know what was created for what? Was the Torah created for Klaisol or was Klaisol created for the Torah? And the Medrash says that Torah was created for Klaisol. It's an unbelievable thing. The Torah, which is so Kaddish, it's so amazing. All the Malachim wanted it. The whole world revolves around the Torah. It's all really only for us. It was made for us. The Torah was made. It was a plan. You know, when you, when you, when you build something, or when you, you want to, let's say, let's build something. You want to build something. So, you go ahead, you figure out what you want it to look like, and then you go ahead and you buy all the materials and you start making the project that you're making, whatever it is, a fender, a house, a car, a computer. So when you go to buy that material, it's not the thing itself. It's because you want to have that fender that you're going to build. That's the purpose of it. So when you ask somebody in the store, it's like you're buying wood, let's say. You ask them, say, oh... You, you want wood? No, I don't really want wood. I want a shender. I need wood to get a shender. Right? You're not going to say that whole speech. Obviously, you say, yeah, I want wood. Why do you want wood? Oh, I want a real shender. Right? So that's, that's how it works. So if you think about it, we could have understood that Hashem made a terror. Hashem said, oh, now I need people to keep the terror. So let me make a clarisol. That's not what happens. Hashem said, oh, I need a clarisol. He made a clarisol. He goes, oh, but how am I going to make clarisol into a good people? Hashem made a terror. Hashem came down from Shemayim to Sinai. Shook the world. The whole world saw this unbelievable event or heard about this event, all for the purpose that you should be close to Takadish Baruch Hu. That means that inside you feel, and that's what this whole parak is about, how important it is for you to be special and greater than who you really are, what seems, what you seem to be. You have to do something about it. You have to be able to raise yourself up to be able to make yourself Takadish special. So he says, I understand that this sounds like very, very powerful words, maybe a little bit scary for a younger person. But we're asking so much of you. This is, this is, this is for great people. The truth is, it is for great people, but you have to be thoroughly bottled in You got to start. You have to know what the plan is supposed to be. You have to start by cleaning out the bad midas, as we said, and then that's not enough. But you have to also grow. Once you get rid of all the bad midas, now and only now are you ready to start growing. First of all, I think that this is special for Sadiqim, Hasidim, Anshemaisa, special, unique people. It's not for, for everybody. And it's a big mistake. It's granted that Taka, the, the greater people, with the greater Nishamas, maybe can reach much more than an average person. But you cannot, and this is such an important line, every year, no matter what he is, Impossible to be a growing Jew if you're dead inside or if you're dry. If you're not going to willing to 
remove yourself every once in a while, do an accounting of who you're holding, and, and try to elevate yourself, it's impossible. It's just impossible to grow. Meshur Abenu, he says, says, Atar Reis Ladaske Hashem Mulekim Einoid Muvadoi. Meshur Abenu wasn't talking just to people in his generation, people in the desert. The Torah is Nitzchis. Meshur Abenu is our leader eternally, as he pointed out. Meshur Abenu, he's our Abenu, he's our Rebbe. He's in Matthew 613. That's Abenu, right? And now, he's also coming to talk to every single one of us. He comes to talk to us. Atar Reis Ladaske, I've shown you, you see, Hashem Mulekim Einoid Muvadoi. This concept that we think that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there, he's you know up in Shemayim or wherever he is, you have to feel him. It's nothing but him. That means if you feel something else, then you're wrong because that what you're feeling is also him, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, I understand. Sometimes you feel it, and sometimes you don't. He says, I'm not saying you're going to ever feel it like Hashem did, or Ivadia Hanavi did, or Shmuel Hanavi felt it. Of course, they were, they were much more elevated than we were. But Moshe Rebbeinu says, means you need to listen to your heart. There was a doctor once that met a Divrechayim, a Sanzarov. And he didn't know who the Sanzarov was, so he asked the Divrechayim. He says, uh, what do you do for a living? Said, I build bridges. Really? Wow. Like, where, where do you build bridges? Said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm building bridges from the heart to the mind. Trying to make connections. We're constantly building bridges. Because like we said last time, that the mind might know what's true, but the heart doesn't feel it sometimes. Sometimes the heart feels it, but the mind is not ready. And he's building bridges. And that's what we have to do. We have to be building bridges. That's what we do. I'm an engineer. And I'm an architect. And I'm a builder. He says... You know what it means to have a good davening. The example we gave was the Kippur by Ne'ilo. But a person can have it at any point. One day, if he feels excited, elevated, whatever it is, by davening. And you wish at that moment, you say, hey, no, I always wish I could daven like this. Because when something's true, you know it, and you feel it, and you want that. Or a person learns. A person has a good learning. A person has a good, solid learning session. Whatever it is, five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, two hours, seven hours, whatever it is, but if it's solid, the person gets up and he's like, wow. You know, like, the person can look up at the clock and say, wow, it's 12 o'clock? Oh, I dive into 8 o'clock minion and I just sat down for learning after I was at the top. It's 12 o'clock. The person can lose themselves. And even if not, even if it's not like for the amount of time, but it's like good pounding away at tasters, trying to understand this question and not getting it and trying and trying and then opening up the back and you see the marshal, how he explains it. And everything makes sense. So schmack. Such a precious thing. That's godliness. That's you feeling you who you really are. It's you becoming in touch with yourself. But my Shabbat says, not only you should know the Hashem Walakim, but also mitachas enit. Not only over there. But over here also. Hashem sees what's going on in the world. Hashem sees everything. Chazal tell us that a person has to get rid of the kel zar shabalubcha, the el zar, the foreign god that's in your heart. People have these crazy ideas, whatever it's going to be. It's all foreign. How can a person say, I'm a yid, he has in his heart other things that he serves, he worships, and are so important to him. This example was, how can you say, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu, Malach Elokeinu? Elokeinu, you don't have anything else that you worship? 
whatever it is, uh, some people, you're not at that age yet, but there's a stage where people get very into working out. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a stage and a disease. That's what it is. Everybody's trying to build up muscle and jack up and how much they can lift and how much... It's pathetic looking. But when you're in that, like that's like... That's everybody does. Like, you have to look like that. You know, you have to, you have to work out. It's unfortunate. So that person has enough I deserve. Because he found something else that's so important to him. So like he has, he has a little bit of his heart. He has a shem a little bit. And he has steak. Because he also likes steak. So he has a little bit of steak in his heart. He likes building muscle in his heart. And he has a little other tigers in his chariots that he has. So he's shearing his heart with some other Eldar. Our job in this world is to make Hashem the only thing. Of course, of course, you also have to do other things. But, but there's some of the things that a person takes on that's, that's pushing away Hashem. Away from your, from your heart. You have to kick out the Eitzahara. And we're not asking you to do it in one shot. And this was the Yisrael that he said, as long as you're headed in the right direction. You're constantly pushing yourself. A little bit more, a little bit harder. It's impossible to wake up one day and then just, uh, you know, you're not even Hashem. It's impossible. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. As much of the palace is being taken over by the enemy, the king won't be angry at the, the guards if they're constantly fighting back to take back the palace. But the moment that the king finds out that the person gave in or maybe he's even assisting the enemy, that's when the king says, absolutely not. I mean, He'll kill him, or her, he'll do whatever punishment he needs to do. Akhenaten Baruch understands that the Yitzhar gets a hold of us sometimes. He understands that there are going to be body parts that the Yitzhar is going to have total control over. But Hashem just wants to see that you're fighting and you're pushing back. That's all He cares about. As long as you're fighting. Give an example of Akhenaten. Anybody know what boxing is? I hope not. But if you don't, the two games get into a ring, and they try to see the other guy harder so they have rounds three minute rounds or two minute rounds depending on the different types of boxing there is and you allowed to knock the guy down pull the knockdown and the guy gets up then he's still in the fight even if he stays down for like five seconds he's still in the fight when is the fight over when ten seconds pass and the person doesn't get up that's it sometimes you'll have a boxer will get knocked down and he's like wiped out and the judge will start counting. One, two, and he really can get up at two. But he knows if he gets up at two, he's about to get another fist to his face. So he'll stay down until eight, so he can gain an extra six seconds, and then he'll get up. Because he knows, till ten, he can get up. And if he stays down by ten, then it's called a knockout, and the fight is over. If you go to the 15th round, and nobody stays down for ten seconds, so then the judges have to make an assessment of who got in more punches and whatever it is, and that's who a big belt that they could wear that says that they won a championship. It's pathetic. It is what it is. But how do you lose? I think it's a, you say it's a Yiddish case. How do you lose? By getting knocked down? You don't lose by getting knocked down. You lose by staying down. Big part. Yiddish You have the nimshal? You don't lose a Yiddish guy by getting knocked down by the Yitzhara. You lose by staying down. Once you miss a Shachris, or once you're not learn whatever you said, Lashon Hara... Or once you did this thing that you shouldn't do, so you got knocked down. Okay. Life is a life is a boxing match. You get back. You don't lose yet. If you say, oh, anyways, whatever, so anyways, whatever. Oh, now you lose. It's not getting knocked down that you lose. 
staying down with Yemin. You hear the marshal? He's a marshal. I don't think Chazal really wants us, you know, wanted to say that marshal in Warsaw in 1920, whatever it was. But it's an unbelievable point. And he takes it. His marshal was with a, with, a, with, a, with a palace being taken over. As long as, it's the same exact marshal. As long as he's still fighting to take back the palace, the king is okay with that. The moment you give in, that's when he's like, that's it, you're done. You're out. Can't give in to the enemy. And it's the same thing with Armidas. Shem doesn't mind that we have a laziness mido, or we have an anger mido. As long as we're working on it. Hashem gave us that mido. Hashem wants that you person should constantly be working on themselves. I had a conversation once with an individual. I'm not going to get into the details of the conversation because it's not important. I just want to bring out the point. And the point I was trying to bring out to him is because you see somebody doing something, let's say he, I don't know, Let's do an example. What does he do? He wears shorts to the shul. Hopefully, as a bucker, you don't cut the shul in shorts. But he does. Oh, if he can do it, why can't I do it? I mean, obviously, it's not crazy. I mean, this guy comes to shul in shorts. Right? And this happens in some shuls in America. Our shul doesn't have that issue. But the network of our shuls in America, you can come in the summer, and everybody's dominating in shorts. Yeah. So a person can look and say, you know, 75% of the people down here in shorts. I don't like long pants anyway. It's hot. It's sticky. I said, I'm putting on shorts. And he's like everybody else. Right? You can't have a tie on him. He's like everybody else. The answer is, of course you have a tie on him. Because you're coming from a place that's better than that. They're wearing shorts. They grew up wearing shorts. So they're not doing worse than what they grew up with. And maybe one day they'll decide, you know what? It's not right to come to school in shorts. I surely put on pants. Full pants. What? So they started out at 30. One to 100, right? They started out at 30. They wear shorts to shoe. And they're still at 30. Or maybe they're at 35. Or maybe they're at 40. Right? They're moving. But they didn't go from 30 to 25. I said, but you started with pants at 65. You're davening. Let's say one to 100 is how you davening. You started at 65. You want to go down to 30. Not like, so you're not the same as them. What do you mean? Look, we're both 30. <laughs> he started at 30, you started at 65. That's the same thing with me. Just. You look at a certain person, and he has a meat of caste. There's a meat of caste. Like, you know, I don't have that meat of caste. And you look down at him. Like, I, don't ha- I don't have that meat of caste. So you were born with caste level 4. And he was born with caste number level 95. There's a lot of caste. You only have 4. But you... Over time, didn't necessarily change. Or maybe now you get the cast number five. Maybe you got a little worse. But he started at 95, he's at 83. He still looks like a guy that gets angry very often and very fast. But he made progress and you didn't. At the end of the day, he gets angry more often than you, but he already steigt in his meters. And you didn't. That's another reason why you can never judge anybody. Because you don't know where they started from. Because he does this today, it doesn't mean anything. You would know his whole history. You would know his whole background, right? That's what he's saying over here. If you're taking back the palace, you're good. You've got to be taking back the palace. A person's ability, a yid's ability, is to be able to change himself bad and good. An animal, so a tree can't change himself. Peach trees never give fruit, give, give grapefruits. Never happens. That's what peach trees do. But human beings have a mechira. We have, we have the opportunity to change ourselves. The Medrash says, 
Lucky is the person that's greater than his sins. He's higher than his sins. And for the person that his sins are higher than him. This is what it means. This is exactly what it means, as the Chavis Tamid explains. Therefore, a person needs to learn to elevate themselves and be higher and greater than their various. It's so sad when you see people that are just age appropriate. I mean, you know, that was okay. You have to, you have to keep moving. You have to be conquering room after room in the palace. Let's be honest, as, as the Chavis Tamid finishes off the parish. He says, when you're having a good day, when you learn Stark, when you dominate Stark, in that moment of that learning Stark, you feel embarrassed about the things that you like. Those other things that are not so stark. You know what those things are. In that moment, you're feeling real Kedusha. When you feel real Kedusha, you're embarrassed about those things that are not Kedusha. That you like, that you're excited about. Right? You love to... Give an example. You love to watch a play. Okay. I like to watch a play. Should you? Not. Every person's different. Let's say, let's say, let's say you're at the age... And stage in your life where you shouldn't be sitting down for three hours watch a play or an hour and a half. You're bigger than that. You're more hush of that. You're a venturio. But, fun, whatever. Smack, let's say. I don't see that as Let's say somebody sees it as Kishmak. Even as Kishmak was, I don't think, say, they're like between Mighty Mata and Murray. You're like, you know, we watch a play for two hours. Can we just break the Seder for a little bit? We'll come back. Why? Because when you are confronted with real Kedusha, when you're confronted with something that's, that's real, you're embarrassed about those other things. You don't even want to talk about it. Because you know in your heart what's real. Above us, above us, sometimes we get, we get, yeah. We're just, we, you know, we're human beings. It's just saying sometimes. It's fine. Let's just be honest about it. Let's stop pretending. Just be honest. I have an Nisoyen. I have a Taiva. And sometimes I lose. But I want to be better. And that's the, the whole parak what the Rebbe is trying to bring out. Living bigger than yourself, being higher than yourself. As we said before, we're going to take a little break till after Pesach. There's no share Thursday nights ever. Sunday, Monday, we'll take night, two nights off. Tuesday night is Vidikas Chamath night. And then Pesach, we'll see each other again for Parak test after Pesach.